All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. Here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Indeed, all in one, one place. We're like the Walmart of Colts football here. Week three starts tonight. Browns and Steelers in Cleveland on Thursday night football. Both of those teams are one and one. It's an AFC North game. Week three for the Colts. That unfolds on Sunday against the Chiefs. The Colts are 0-1-1. Kansas City 2-0 for the fifth time in the last six years. And they're off to another good start. I'm Matt Taylor, joined tonight by J.J. Stangovitz from Colts.com. J.J., how you doing? How's your day been? It's been good. Uh, summer ended ends today, and it is sure right? feels like summer ends today. I, I did believe, not know I that. I believe today's the solstice. It is the, what is the, 22nd? Get today? out your almanac. Come on. You got to know when, yeah, I know. when the solstice the is on. farmer's almanac here. But yesterday felt like July. Today feels like October. Yeah, that's the Midwest. We just, we for just you. skip. Yeah, it's the Midwest. We just skip September. We don't even doesn't even <laughs> exist. <laughs> Feel like April doesn't exist anymore. September and October don't exist anymore. But we are trying to get over the weather. We're trying to get over week two. Um, I liked what uh, Julian Blackman said earlier this week, JJ. He said, "There's no sparing feelings in this league because at the end of the day, if you don't do your job, you're going to get exposed." especially against the Chiefs. They're going to run up 50 on you if you're not ready. And he's right. It's such a week-to-week league. It's such a game-to-game league. And nothing that happened last week is going to have any bearing on this game. But that being said, the Colts know that they're sort of at a turning point, whatever you want to call it. Didn't think they'd be at this point this early in the season, but here they are knowing they have to play much better football and it has to start on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not a must-win game. Those don't exist in September. But this team is definitely motivated to go out and show that what they put on tape against Jacksonville in Week 2 was not who they are. And I think there's this, you know, Frank Reich always talks about, like, a healthy tension. There's this healthy tension between we are we are furious with how we played, we are, are angry, we are mad, we are frustrated, while also recognizing we are still confident in everything that we've done over the last four and a half months. I talked to Zaire Franklin about this um, this week, and something he told me was that if you blow everything up now, did you really have confidence in what you were doing to begin with? And I thought that was a really interesting way to frame it of why the Colts are saying, hey, we got to stay the course, we got to stick to the plan, we got to stick to our process, because they've been confident in the work they put in from the time they all arrived here for the start of the offseason program in April. Right. So I think that's why you hear Frank Reich say, the changes, the, it's not, you're not going to see changes. You're going to see adjustments. You're going to see tweaks. You're going to see improvement. It's not going to be wholesale changes because two weeks into the season, into an 18-week season, mm-hmm. that's no time to blow it up. If you blow it up after two weeks, that probably means you weren't very confident as a team in your players, in your coaches, in the plan that was put together. That is not decidedly that is not where the Colts are. It's J.J. Stangovitz. This is the Colts Daily Update. I'm Matt Taylor here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan tonight. We know about the offensive line troubles last week. Seven sacks allowed on the season, 18 quarterback hits. That's sort of played into Matt Ryan's numbers so far. 31st in the NFL in passer rating, 22nd in completion percentage, tied for second with four picks. Everybody's got to play better, J.J., but that offensive line, I would suspect that unit, and we heard from Ryan Kelly earlier this week uh, with the media, I would suspect that unit's going to have a bit of a chip on their shoulder going into this third game. Yeah, and and it's stuff that it's a lot of, you know, when Ryan Kelly talks about playing five as one, 
if you're playing five as one, you are able to handle some of the stunts and the games and the twists that defensive lines are throwing at you, which the Jacksonville Jaguars did a lot of in week two and had a lot of success with where you have, you have, you know, your four defensive linemen, five defensive linemen, whatever it is, mm-hmm. rushing from different gaps and they're lined up over. So, you know, there are plays where Josh Allen would you know kind of loop inside and the Colts weren't able to pick it up. You know, you had some plays where, you know, guys just going into different gaps and that is something where when the Colts talk about again, when they talk about five is one, they need to play with better communication and the better ability to pass off those guys because otherwise the, the, it's on film now. The, the Chiefs defensive line is going to look at that and they're going to say, we got to try to hit them with some twists and some stunts and some games early because they didn't show against Jacksonville that they could right. effectively stop it. Right. The Colts know and that. You're going to see that over and over until right. you do. It's a copycat league, no and, and the Colts offensive line certainly knows that. They also feel like they're better than this. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're better than what they put on tape in Jacksonville, and we've seen them be better than what they put on tape. This isn't about one guy. This isn't about Matt Pryor. It's not about Danny Pinter. It's about the line as a whole playing together and playing with great communication technique uh, and physicality. I think they can get back there because of the leadership and the standard that's been set in that room right. by Ryan Kelly, by Quentin Nelson, by Braden Smith. But you got to go out and do it. And the the one thing you want to see early in this game is if the Chiefs try one of those where, you know, let's say you get Frank Clark looping around the outside from, uh, you know, defensive tackle to rushing off the edge, can the Colts pick that up successfully? Can they stonewall that? Because if you do that, then all of a sudden the D-line might say, oh, man, all this stuff we practiced during the week is not working. Right. That that's going to be, I think, is something to really keep an eye on, probably in the first quarter, second quarter of this game on Sunday. Is can the Colts deal with some of those those twists and stunts that you would expect the Chiefs to throw at them? All right, taking it a step further, this Colts offense scoring just about ten points per game. Um, they've scored on a league worst sixteen percent of their drives. We know about the third down rate, the the two for seven inside the red zone so far. Now the the Chiefs. Very formidable on defense, but obviously we we know them to be uh, certainly well more known for their offense than their defense. What do you think? Is this the week the Colts can finally break out on offense? Is this the week where they put it all together both up front and in the passing game and get Jonathan Taylor well over 54 yards rushing, which was the case last week? Yeah, you know, you look at what they did against Houston, and the points weren't there, but the yards were there. 517 yards of offense, 33 first downs Mm -hmm. in that game. That... I would, if I had to guess, by the end of the season, we're going to say that is closer to what the Colts' offense is going to look like than the offense we saw, saw that scored no points and had Jonathan Taylor only touch the ball ten times. Um, you, you're going to see more of what we saw against Houston. Now, I don't know if the Colts are going to get 500 yards. That's hard to do in a game, but the efficiency with which that offense operated, and then the ability to finish down in the red zone—that is where the Colts have to have success. You cannot leave points on the board against the Kansas City Chiefs. You cannot give Patrick Mahomes additional opportunities to come back and win this game. This has to be 60 minutes of technically sound, good football. I mean, you saw it last week uh, on Thursday night when the Chargers had a number of opportunities to go up big in that game. They did not take advantage of them. Right. And all of a sudden, here's Patrick Mahomes throwing a 49-yard touchdown to Christian Watson on just an absolutely incredible play, an incredible throw. And it's like, well, that's just what Mahomes does. Mahomes, he's like – He's like a great lineup in baseball where if you commit an error, you know you're going to get beat. Mm-hmm. That's what Mahomes does just by himself, where you give him that one extra opportunity. You give him that, you know, you, you leave that door cracked open ever so slightly with a piece of tape, <laughs> right. and he's going to knock the thing wide open. Yeah, that's a great analogy. If you give a team a fourth out in an inning, 
You know, like if you make an error, but what does the next guy do? He hits a bomb. Yeah. Right? It's a two-run bomb, and all of a sudden you're – especially as Reds fans, we make a lot of errors, right? Yeah, we were, as, a, as a White Sox fan, I can tell you, boy, I've seen some bad baseball this year. <laughs> so the last time these two teams played was in 19. Uh, the Colts, great game plan going into that game. They ball controlled them. They had the ball for 37 minutes. Ran for 180 yards, rushing. Marlon Mack had a great game. The Colts' defense, I think, had four sacks. And it's interesting, the Chiefs are 3-7 and seven with Mahomes as their quarterback, J.J., when opponents have at least 10 more minutes of time of possession. Is that the blueprint on Sunday for the Colts? I mean, if, if they want to win, they got to win on defense, but they also have to win on offense, too, to keep Mahomes on the sideline. Yeah, I mean, that that's one way to do it. Um and and the the key there isn't necessarily ball control. It's great if you hold on to the ball for 37 minutes, but if Mahomes gets 23 minutes but he's hitting four or five explosive plays, right, it then matter. it doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter about ball control. Time of possession will be meaningless at that point. Sure. So you got to not only play ball control, but you got to make Mahomes then grind out drives. And you know we saw Jacksonville. Jacksonville had three drives of ten or more plays that mm-hmm. resulted in them scoring 17 points in week two. You got to get off the field on third down. If you're going to do that, you got to create some takeaways. You got to get some sacks. You got to get some explosive plays on defense of your own. Because, again, you know, it's great to say if you hold the ball for 37 minutes, Mahomes can't beat you, but he absolutely can. And that that's where the defensive aspect of that comes in. But I think ideally, if you're the Colts, you would love to get Jonathan Taylor really going in this game. Um, you'd love to get the passing offense to be efficient, where maybe you don't need to lean on it a ton, but you can you can rely on it. When you need to pick up a third down, you can pass it. You don't always have to run it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just interested what Steve Spagnolo, the Kansas City Chiefs defensive coordinator, does. Um, he's a really sharp guy, known to, to vary how he plays week to week. Does he stack the box and say, all right, you know, beat us with the pass? Or does he, he kind of play more of a too-high shell and make the Colts really grind it out? I don't know. That's going to be a really interesting part of it. But the Colts are going to probably want to dictate this game on the ground, you would expect, with Jonathan Taylor. And then on defense, keep everything in front of you. Don't give up that explosive play, and then go make a, a game-changing play. Get a yeah, turnover, red get a zone sack. Stop, That's right? going to be the key right there. All right, good stuff. What are you writing about this weekend going into the game? So the, the Colts are off to an 0-1-1 start, right? It hasn't been what anyone expected. But as the Colts are kind of building this thing, the one thing they can do really well is stop the run. And I asked DeForest Buckner if you can have a good defense without stopping the run, and he was just like, no, you can't. So I'm writing about how well the Colts are playing against the run and how that is a really strong foundation for this team to build on as they look to get their pass rush going, as they look to get some of their coverage schemes going. They know they can stop the run. They know teams cannot punch them in the mouth physically on defense, and that is a really good starting point as you look at an 18-week season. No doubt about it. Yeah, the Colts are giving up less than three yards per carry on defense against the run. Pretty good start in terms of that, and that's a foundational piece that they have to build on there. J.J., enjoy football tonight, my man. we got Browns and Steelers, and uh, we'll talk to you on Sunday, day of the game on the pregame show. All right, mate. Thank you. Check him out on Colts.com. And the Colts Audio Network and the Colts mobile app, both on the audio side and the written word side. The official podcast is up from earlier this week, also up inside football with Rick Venturi on his keys to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in week number three. We've got player interviews, also a chat with Chiefs insider Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star on Know Your Foe. That's available as well. So a lot of consumption football-wise for you on the Colts going into this third game of the season and the home opener on Sunday. Instant replay is coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Colts Daily Update. You're on the home of the Colts, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.